question for you. Alright, here we go. How do you circumcise a homeless man? Kick your mom at the chin. <laughs> I didn't like your speech. It didn't really inspire me. What? He called me a pussy and nobody calls me pussy, so... Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first with an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching, and the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Really hope you enjoyed last week's interview with actor and voice actor extraordinaire Gary Chalk who has a little role as the postman in this movie. Uh, the sequel, I will be covering The Predator, not Predator, The Predator. And Gary just had so many stories of his career. And it's great that the guest that we have today doing this kind of has a connection. The Fly 2 is the pinnacle moment in Gary Chalk's career and just the behind the scenes of Scorby's death and how much he loved that. We met, went back to that three or four times throughout the interview. Man, Gary was a blast, but... uh. Yeah, so The Predator. Ugh. Can't wait to talk about this one. But before I say anything about it, I got to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing good. Uh, the movie, it took me like three sittings. I kind of said this to our guests before we started, but not in like a bad way. It wasn't like it was like bad, good, or indifferent. I'm not going to spoil anything yet, but... Uh, it was interesting. It was like there was a turn in this movie that I, I, it kind of confused me. But well, I, you know, this is the first time I saw this movie, and um, <laughs> I, I was not a fan. Whoa, yeah. I mean, I, I and I'll, I'll go through all the, the details why, but. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Wow. Okay. So say say no more. Let's uh, get our guest on. He. This is so hard because he's done so many, but I'm going to try to rattle him off. I was trying to think of him before, while I was walking out to the studio shed. So the first time that our horror sequel expert, Chris Egan, joined us, it was the first one was Leatherface, Chest, Tech Chainsaw Massacre 3, The Fly 2. Return to Sleepaway Camp. I know Hellraiser Inferno's in there. And uh, I'm missing probably three or four of them. Oh, Friday the 13th, part four. Yeah, I think that was, I think that's it, right? Yeah. This is my sixth time. You mentioned Amityville? No, no. Oh, Amityville. So this this is your seventh time. Wow. Okay. And that is the voice of our horror sequel expert, Chris Egan. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm doing really well. Um, this is probably the first time I've been mad at you. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is my second time seeing this movie. And uh, I think I was more confused by it this time than I was the first time. And I already knew what it was going in. So you can imagine how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, is this the one thing I do love about this movie, which I did appreciate about this movie? Shane Black directed a Shane Black, Fred Decker reunited and wrote this movie, which is pretty cool. I don't know if they broke up or anything. So maybe the reunited term isn't right, but it was cool seeing their name in the credits. And you definitely saw that type of humor in this movie. There's a whole character that is like 
probably Fred Decker chose to write with Thomas Jane's character in this movie, which well, I don't understand why that was the thing. I feel like there was almost too much comedy. Like they threw comedy in our faces. Yeah, way too much. Because some of it hit, but a lot of it did not. No, a lot of it's a lot of it felt like I was talking to a 16 year old <laughs> who was really trying to get some zingers off and they're all falling flat and I just want to punch them in the face. Yeah, yeah. I, I also don't appreciate the throwback lines that they do a few times. Yeah, throw throwback lines and like weird, like weak references yeah. and just weird jokes that like the, they don't sit well yep. in a 2018 movie. Yeah, no, it was just, it was cool that they referenced the other movies. Like, I, I really wasn't expecting that. I'd be like, this reminds me of what happened in 87 and 99. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is like well, yeah, something. Yeah, references, is, references are one thing, but when you're just repeating dialogue that... Get to the chopper? Repeating it, yeah, you're repeating it to just get it in there. Yeah. And it has, has no bearing on what's actually happening. That's <laughs> that's the problem. Re- re- referring to past events, that... That's a good thing that that keeps your your continuity uh, contained. You you know you can draw a line from the first movie to this one, though you should probably stop after the third one. <laughs> Which one was the third one? That's Predators from 2010. Well, this one could have been called Predators too. Yeah, not great, but a solid yeah solid sequel. No, no, I'm saying this one could be called Predators because oh, it's yeah. more than one Predator. Yeah. Well, there's the the only one that has a single one is the original movie. All the other ones, there's more than one. Oh, then it should have stopped. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that was pretty cool that they that they put in this because Shane was in the first movie. He plays Hawkins yeah. in the first movie. The fact that in this movie, which is cool, Jake Busey's in the movie, and he's actually the mm-hmm. son of his dad's character from the second one, which is kind of they didn't really mention it at all. It was like kind of just a line. It's not like they, it was like, man, if you're a huge fan of the second one, you're going to love this. If you didn't, if you never saw yeah. it, it's going to go right over your head. So like the dude, yeah, deep cuts it, I mean, like he, that. Yeah, he doesn't even mention, he, he doesn't even mention like, he doesn't mention past events. He just drops his name. And if you know the character's name from part two, then you know, he's just, he's, he's playing his own. He's playing his own father's kid again in a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that you knew that because Shane Black was trying to get Arnold in this movie and there was a part in this movie it's almost like he had it written and he just deleted it because they mm-hmm. mentioned there was one guy I don't know which character it was mentioned like the one guy back in 87 and it was like oh this is where Dutch was going to be in it but I think Arnold wanted to be in more of the movie he didn't want to be like a cameo yeah this movie went through a lot of changes, a lot of re-edits. And if you can't tell from watching it, <laughs> it's chopped to death. Yeah. Was the big predator a CGI, all CGI? I think so. I was, might, I'm I sure there were so. a few insert shots that it was like a mask or makeup or whatever. But for the most part, it was absolutely fully CGI. Okay. And it actually, funny enough, it watching it like on Blu-ray at home, the, I felt like the CGI blended a little bit better than it did when I saw it in the theater. Like in the theater, it just looked like a cartoon character, like walking through this movie. Cause everything else, 
all the like the smaller predators that were in more of the movie, those were all guys in suits. So as soon as that big one shows up, it's like it's like watching, you know, it's like watching like the Hulk jump in <laughs> yeah. alongside like the other Avengers. Like he's obviously not really there. Right. Just like, Hulk's done better than this. <laughs> Are you talking about with the predator dogs real? No. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, well, we're not going to talk about them, but no. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get to that too, because that made no sense when, yeah, it made zero sense at all, but now we'll get into it. So 20th century <laughs> Fox, it's always cool to see that like in the opening. And then we like cut to, and it's like this, Star Wars chase the opening of the movie because honestly I was so confused as to what was going on until they kind of told us like 30 or 45 minutes in like what the one predator was doing because why would we think that a predator would want to do something good he he does a few things good right because he leaves a gift later on he does leave a gift. So he, so is he really a bad guy? Because I have a theory who the real bad guy is. The kid. <laughs> the kid. <laughs> he, he, because if it wasn't for him, they don't come to Earth. That is true. Yeah. So I, I, I will say this about the opening: um, if you've seen the first three movies, even though they're their own separate stories. Uh, the the predator is, yeah, it's it's treated like a villain, but it does have like a, a purpose, a moral compass, and and like it ha- has has its own set of rules and ethics and such. So when you see the first three, and actually by the time you get to the third one, they do show that there's different factions of them, and there are like bigger ones and smaller ones and, and such. So going into this one, having seen the third one, that side of it made sense. Um, but this is the first time that they gave us one that was like 10 feet tall or whatever. Um, so that that's that does bring in a whole new side of it. But there there are things in this movie that made sense, you know, if you watch the other three in in, in its own way. That's kind of like like building blocks. What was was the predator always like human like mentality? I mean, I know in the first one, yeah. you know, he wants to fight Arnold and hit, but like he, he does something in this movie that really made me want to turn the movie off when he's in, when he's in a truck with the arm. <laughs> oh. Okay. So like, is the thumbs up. <laughs> so were they in this? I don't remember the, the other ones. So like, so they are, they, they're, yeah, they're intelligent they they aren't like animal they're not you know they're they're they are an intelligent species but yeah that's the first time that like they've done something humorous like that and that's (laughs) that's just shane black's fucking humor (laughs) okay the guy needs to stop making movies (laughs) so then we cut to after we see like this the the chase happening you see the ship crashing and we see that the one uh predator is flying it then we cut to the jungle you see a sniper. It's very like Arnold-esque the way you just see his eyes. And he's sniping. And you get like this really serious situation. These people are kidnapped. There's a cartel. And these guys are like betting on if these people are going to get executed. Jokingly. 
see, I didn't like the main character. I just felt like he was trying to be too badass. McKenna? Was he? Right? Yeah. Yeah. No. He was like the poor man's Brad Pitt. Poor man's Brad Pitt. He was. He was just, I don't know. I See, I didn't buy his role. I like the other guy better. The black guy. Oh, he was great, Nebraska. Like he, I liked him. If a lot. he was, if he was the main guy, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. No. No. McKenna was. I don't know. You just like. And you know what's funny? McKenna like in the army gear. So in the scene, he sees the plane crashing, and like while he's looking at this, he's like, "You seeing this, boys?" And he snipes the, the cartel guy right at the right time. And then when they go off into the woods, that scene was so. The effects were really cool. Like some of the stuff that you saw when he goes to the ship and finds it and he sees like one of his guys. But when that guy is like hanging, like, right. Isn't he strung up all he's dead in the tree, yeah. right? Haynes mauled to like flesh is like off him. Yeah. And then doesn't he kill his friend? Yeah. He kills too. Doesn't he hit the button on the, he puts the wrist thing on and hits the button and it shoots out and splits his friend in half. He kills his friend? Yeah. Doesn't he split the guy right in half? He doesn't kill a predator. No, he the predator, the predator killed afterwards. him. Yeah, but well, the guy that got split in half is the guy that he's already dead. He's been flayed. Right. And then the and then the blade flies through the air and then it cuts the, the hanging body in half. But that's still fucked up. That's that's a half of a kill or something. <laughs> so him and his dad him the, no wonder his kids all screwed up. Wait, wait, his wait. His dad's just killing people. You think someone who's dead, he killed him more? He's deader. <laughs> okay. All right. Look at the Kardashians. Look at Khloe Kardashian. Look at her like 10 years ago. She doesn't look the same. Plastic surgery. There's some whizzes out there in LA that could have fixed that guy up. He could have still been alive. Did he check? Wait, you're saying this guy is dripping blood. He's like flesh is hanging off him. No breathing or heartbeat. But you think a doctor could bring it back? Outside of Dr. Frankenstein? Maybe he was drinking a wine punch and he spilled it all over himself. And then just at the time, it just looked, it was a weird angle. But the fact that he shot him with that thing. We're going off the rails already. Yeah. I don't know. It, I just see the correlation between like father, like son. I have, I have, I have a lot of issues about the kid. So <laughs> I do too. The <laughs> fact that the kid is the main vehicle of this movie. I, 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 He's I don't the know villain. Why. He's, He's the, villain. the villain. And why is the movie set on Halloween? Why? I, was it just to get him out of the house to be, to, to, to have that? Yeah. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but they could have done well, anything else. Right now, it, it had to be a nod to E.T. Well, I, he also had a reason to put the mask on. Yeah, yeah. but that's true. He only shown one sign of autism in the beginning of the movie, and the rest of the movie, he's like a regular kid. Yeah, the magical autism. Yeah. <laughs> God damn! I got issues with this movie, Doug. <laughs> there, no, there are issues in the movie. I like. I know it's like too much comedy. But I'm telling you, there were some lines in here that really made me like really made me laugh. Like the Keegan Michael Key and Thomas Jane relationship, they're back and forth throughout the whole movie. It's like four minute bus scene of them just ribbing each other. 
Yeah, but see, there's only so much you can do that joke over and over again. And that he was using that the whole movie. He was crazy. That's why. There's, there's There's one line that Keegan had that I did laugh out loud. But other than that, I was like stone. Just yeah. Just watching this thing. Oh man. <laughs> so then we yeah, and then we we talked about the, like the opening scene. It really just gets to that point. And then we cuz he figures out, "Oh yeah, the cool part was when he I think it was out of the out of the brace, right? Was a forearm brace or whatever you want to call it. And he opens up the one side, and he holds like the little ball in his hand. Well, it wasn't a little ball. That ball is pretty big that he swallowed. (laughs) Oh yeah, when he swallowed. (laughs) Well, for him to swallow it, it's it's not small. And you know, this is alien advanced technology that is very easy for anyone to operate. Exactly. It's it's intuitive. It's. uh... That's yeah. That's kind of the the thing they go on. It's that it's supposed to be intuitive for the predator, not a human. And you know, like based on the first movie of how you know turning invisible and all that stuff, I feel like it's very different in this movie to what the predator was then. He's advanced in the in the um, thirties. Yeah, I'd say yes and no. I think I think with this they. Like with the original one, you don't really see how things work. It just it you it goes invisible with its camo. It it uses its shoulder blaster. You know, it uses its different things, and you're just we're more on we're we're on the side of the commandos, so we're not we're not seeing every little bit that it's doing. The only time you really get a close up on what it's doing is at the end when it sets off the uh, the wrist right. detonator where it blows yeah. everything up. That's the only like close up shot of its tech you get. So in this, I feel like it was just them trying to like, you know, a lot of movies nowadays, they try to show every little bit of detail and whether it's needed or not. And I feel like that's what they were going for. And I mean, I'll say this, like in the beginning of the movie, it did get me with like a little bit of that nostalgia. You know, it's it's using the it's using the same score from the original movie. It's using the same uh, credits uh, font. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting into this, even though I, even though I'd already seen the movie, and I was like, <laughs> oh, this movie's gonna, yeah, you know, this movie sucks. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm already like, it's already trying to get me in with the nostalgia. And I, and I will say, even the first time I saw it in the theater, I walked out of it like not, I was, you know, I was disappointed in it, but I wasn't like angry at it. And I th- a big part of that is the score, see- seeing like the Predator on screen again, all the tech, the ships, all that stuff watching it again like all the stuff i didn't like about it the first time like hit me even harder this time <laughs> and probably because i was sitting at home watching it and not in like a crowded theater where like people are like you know laughing and cheering and all that stuff but was the crowd going wild on the next scene after we saw him use the drink uh when he drank the invisible ball then we cut to the bullies that pull the alarm and say i'm in the mood for an ass burger a big <laughs> yep. juicy Asperger. Yeah. I I was thinking about this. Like, this is something I feel like pops up in a lot of movies. Like the bullies show up and they start, you know, they're tormenting like the special needs kid. I don't, you know, Doug and I went to the same high school. We we had plenty of special needs kids, and you know, they had their own class and all that stuff. Not one bully would have 
ever gone no. up to them and made fun of them. You, you know what? Not even special needs. I mean, we've seen a bunch of movies, even Rocky Five. You know, at that age, there were never bullies that were like that. You know, yeah, so it's just so no, ridiculous. No one torments but th- kid this like kid, you. you'd have to be so beyond cruel. Oh, yeah, every time. But this is a special needs kid. The fire alarm goes off. The teacher runs out of the room and leaves a kid in there by himself. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's a real emergency. Like no, it's not a real emergency. And and yeah, bad adults. Yeah, she just bailed, and she's like a special needs teacher has that education. And even if she wasn't a special needs, no child left behind. And she's like, nah, fuck this kid. Because he's like having this atta- panic attack. But I love what the bullies do. The juicy Asper, and they're like, you know what we you know what we should do? We go in there, we're gonna knock down all the chessboards, and they can't well, remember where they were playing. If so you're like, a bully using Asperger as your oh. like tough guy line, you don't have much ammo. Bad bully, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the chessboard, I don't understand. Just them knocking it over, like, yeah, we've ruined their day. Let's go. <laughs> and then the kid, this is where you saw, like, his, you know, autism. And he puts everything back, which is like, you're like, oh, this is going to come in later in the movie. Which it really doesn't, right? His memory doesn't come in. It's not a matter of memory. It's just the show. He's super intelligent, obviously. But he acts. Com- if you didn't see the first scene. You would never know he has autism. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like they completely forgot that that scene's in the movie, and yeah. they just kept writing it. Yep. All they all they had to do was make him like a, an extremely intelligent kid. Correct. That's all they had to do. Or Sheldon. You know, Sheldon. You, you could have been young Sheldon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but Sheldon has a form of autism. He does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've only seen a handful of episodes like Big Bang Theory, and I know that he has a form of autism. That's like his, that's the whole point of oh, his character. I never watched one. <laughs> I never did either. Yeah, my parents used to watch it, so I would catch like a like a one once in a while. Oh yeah, your parents used to yeah. watch it. Okay, they watched every season. <laughs> every season. I was like, oh. "Why are you doing this to yourselves?" <laughs> Listen, someone's watching it because it was like the highest. It was like fourteen seasons. Yeah, it's ridiculous crazy so then we cut to the kid goes home cut to it's a perfect word because i love the mom who's the mom she was on dexter she was the crazy chuck she was on chuck and she was on chuck yeah Yeah. she uh yeah she always plays wackos she's the wacko in uh uh handmade tales she's in that too and the kid who has autism right he gets a note if you mess this house up i will cut you so I wrote this down. One, most moms aren't going to have a joke like that with a kid that young. Maybe a high school kid, middle school kid, you know. Two, he has autism. He's going to take it literally. Or does he? He does not. It's not. He like chuckles at it and puts it back on the counter. I'm like, what? what is this? What am I watching? <laughs> Throw my notebook across the room. <laughs> And then we get Gary Chalk as the friendly because they filmed a movie up in Vancouver. He's the friendly postman. I I don't I don't know postmen, women, but I don't know if there's a rule of if because the dad mailed everything to a PO box that if it's sitting there for a certain amount of time, they're like, 
we got to get the shit out of here. So we're going to bring it to your house. Not only not that rule, but how about like giving everything to a autistic kid? Yeah. <laughs> Just so Any kid. It could have been a gun. Sitting there. I think the rule is if there's something sitting there for a long time, they they contact you. They don't, <laughs> don't just, just drop it off and hope you're home. Or they just take it. Wait, you that said it could have been a gun? Uh, I think it was stronger than a gun. <laughs> it was stronger <laughs> than a gun. <laughs> oh, shit. And then we cut to John, John Hopkins University where Olivia Munn, who I love. She's, I don't know if she's a... Is she an actress? I don't know. But... Put quotes around that. <laughs> I feel like she's the same character. Like I can, if you cut the scenes of this and put him next to, in the movie Office Christmas Party with Jason Bateman, same person. I feel like well, she's playing the same. Is role. she a is she a scientist or is she not a scientist? She's she, doctor. She acts Brackett. like she's in the military. Oh, I know. She she knows how to handle a gun and jump on moving vehicles. So. Oh, wait, not even that she yeah. handles a gun, that she has the balls to, oh, there's this thing that I just saw murder 20 people. Chase it down. I'm going to chase it. <laughs> wait, that scene, I have so many questions about that scene. <laughs> like, that scene really made no sense because they made a reference to that later in the movie and they never used it. Another thing, they're like, she goes, well, this is what happened to me and this is how I got away. And then cut to later in the movie, they never fucking used that. Like, why would they bring that? We saw it. They brought it up. And then, like, there were so many of these things that you would think be set up for, like, the final act that weren't in there. Like, you know, like, it yeah, made no I sense. Guarantee, I mean, I guarantee you, I guarantee you those scenes exist. They just got cut. Probably. This this movie was chopped up in the editing process beyond, you know. Release the Shane Black cut. Come on. Well, she, she had an issue with one of the actors. Um, One of Shane Black's friends who had some kind of um, issue with younger kids and he was in the movie yeah, yeah. and she wanted her scenes cut with him out of it. Ooh. Yeah, he's a real life predator. Was it somebody that I would know? Like he's in a bunch or he's just a buddy? He's. I'm going to, uh, let's see if I can look it up. Yeah. I remember when this came well, out. I think Google might someone... have the answer. <laughs> let me yeah. see if I can look this uh, up. All right. Let me use my keyboard, my mouse. <laughs> So I remember when the movie came out and, and and that story came out like right before it dropped in theaters and uh, and it was I looked him up and I swear he was he was like a guy he's like in stuff but he's not like a right he's not a, a major name. yeah I found it <laughs> Stephen Wilder Strigel uh, he had a minor role in the movie because he's fr- he's friends with Shane Black wait that fits so he he's into kids and he had a memory. minor role <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Yeah, and he got he got axed. What else is he in? Anything else? Uh, let's look. Yeah, That's he was insane. He was in um, was it Transformers or Avengers? One of those. One of those. Oh, yeah, I think I think you're right. He was in. He goes by S- Steve Wilder and in, in stuff. Uh, he's yeah. He's he's like he's always like a like a guy. Like he's like guy he's number like, three. Yeah, guy at store security. Yeah, security guard in Iron Man three. You know, the te- detective. This he's still fucking guy still working. Oh man, I was still hoping he's playing the movie. role of guy who can't be within five hundred feet of, feet of a <laughs> elementary school. 
God yeah, damn. he's in he's in stuff dating back to like the early '90s, and then he, he had something that came out like last year. So when she heard the story, she wanted her her scenes yeah. cut out with him. Yeah, because they're, they're like she wanted him fired, so they fired him. But he had already shot those scenes, so they just cut the scenes. And I think they reworked it a little bit. I think they just put her in with like someone else, right? And kind of like redid some of the dialogue, but not all of it. They could have just like so superimposed like a, a like a chair on them or something. <laughs> They're like some other act- actor. They wasted all their CGI and the other crap. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and so this is where the scene when the guy finds her and says, "Oh, we we made a discovery." He goes, "Seen this before in '87 and '97 or '99," and then and then we find out. The mom comes home that said she was going to cut her autistic kid. See, the it's the lady from Dexter. And then we find out it's on Halloween. He goes downstairs and he has a pretty cool hangout. Like, that's a pretty cool basement mm-hmm. that he has for himself. I was very jealous. I'm in a shed right now. <laughs> in a whole basement. He opens up everything. And dude, I don't know if I opened up a box that was supposed to be for my dad. I don't, I don't know if I would start tinkering around with it. Yeah, why is he opening it in the first place? Well, his exactly. dad doesn't live there. So that's another thing. Yeah, his what parents was that divorced. whole relationship? Yeah, are they really divorced? Yeah, I, I, no, they're divorced. Oh, they were. Okay. See, that's the thing. It, it's, it really doesn't make much sense because it's it's like, are they divorced or is he just away on a mission and he's not home a lot? No, it, she mentioned. I thought she awesome. mentioned something. We're not married anymore. We, oh, we may yeah, not be married that, anymore, that but he's a good soldier. But that just shows you why is the mailman leaving something for someone else that doesn't live there? Yeah. yeah why is he putting his address still there? So is this like divorce fresh? That his address is still he because he has his PO box and then you have the the secondary address. So he's still using his house. Like he would he knows what's in there is crazy. Just don't put another address or. Don't you have a an, a family member you can mail it to? That's the only person he can trust. I, I assumed. Yeah, I assume that the 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 divorce was very recent, and that they don't hate each other. They're on you know civil terms, and you know it's not a big deal for him to like go to the house and pick stuff up when he's home, that sort of thing. But still, it's you know a lot of the story. It's it comes and goes. I watched it three days ago. I couldn't even tell you really what the plot is of any of it. Well, that's a good question. Like what the plot of this movie is? There's really none. It's really. He's trying There's to like save his. They don't go yeah, anywhere. no, I know, but it's like I don't know. He's trying to. He's saving. He's trying to save his son that he put in harm's way because he sent that ipso facto. He started this whole movie. Yeah, that's a nice little plot. It makes sense. It's concise, and then you start getting into the 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 other military guys who are clearly in need of real help. Who yeah. I guess we're on our way to like a mental institute of some sort. <laughs> Lobotomy. Sidetrack. Yeah. <laughs> you have the you have the different factions of predators. You've got the thing with the human DNA collecting. Well, you have the scientists who hire Olivia to do research, but then want to kill her later on when she does yeah. research. <laughs> yeah. No sense. Within like oh. no time. Yeah. We have we haven't even gotten to Sterling K. Brown's character, oh. dude. What did he? 
Was there lines written, or was he just saying whatever was on his mind? He had some lines in this I movie. I'm like, whoa, dude, the N word right here. Like, yeah, I feel like they, and I feel like they really tried to like they made him like a goofier version of like Gary Busey's character in from Predator Two. He's like, you know, he's the the government guy sent in. He knows that there's aliens. He he knows about all these visitations. It's literally the same character, just shittier. The gum chewing <laughs> was was bothering um, me the whole because <laughs> because because Busey's character in that he's he's kind of an asshole but he's not he's not vindictive he's not trying to like get the other good guys in the movie like in trouble or anything he's just trying to keep them out of the way so they can do their job this guy's like trying to kill people he's gonna kill the kid he he's like I'll kill everybody I don't care <laughs> it's nuts and I hate I, the dialogue yeah it's it's that Shane Black. Everyone talks the same. Everyone's like smarmy and like full of themselves. It's that every single character talked exactly. Yeah, the same. sort yep. of. If you think about it, McKenna had that. Like when he met everybody, just the way he he carried himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was better because he's the hero of the movie. But yeah, that most of them they all they all like they're like the cock of the walk and the only thing that differentiated them was their <laughs> various mental illnesses <laughs> that came and went. Yeah. So Egan, in the in the in the Predators movie, did they ever talk about the the plot that they threw out the whole like reasoning behind the Predators while they're why they're on Earth or taking the DNA because one day they know that we're going extinct and they want to take over our planet? That, yeah, that, that, that that's new to this movie. That's just exposition they the, threw the in up, that that yeah. mentioned it within yeah. like the other movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, the other movies are all about them just being like game hunters, basically. So in the, in the first two movies, because that's all we had for so many years, it's really just they come to Earth on the hottest day of the year to hunt. So the first one, it, it ends up being in the jungle, and it's just a coincidence that the commando guys end up being there on a mission. So that's why they get taken out. Well, what are they hunting for? The part Yeah. Uh whatever whatever top speed top of the species oh. is so they so the beginning of that movie it takes out like another commando team and then arnold's team shows up in response to that so it's just a coincidence wait if you if you learn everything from this movie they shouldn't be it shouldn't be called predator <laughs> it should be called what was it big game fisherman <laughs> It, th- th- that yeah. running joke was just and and multiple <laughs> times. I'm like, wait, yeah. you're shitting on the name of your own movie? Like, <laughs> not only own movie, four other movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, the the DNA collection thing was made up for this. In, in the other, in the other two, they it comes to Earth. They come to Earth to hunt. They take out commandos, and the second one, they take out like crazy like cartel guys and and love like, it. You know. <laughs> top top cops <laughs> and uh, and then and then the third one is about them collecting people from all different walks of life that are like they see as like perfect killers so and and they drop them on another planet that's like a game reserve to hunt them which Jamie Jamie's shaking <laughs> his head but it's better than it sounds it's not like this movie uh, I'll just say you know it's probably better than this one yeah, so you get like a commando guy, you get like uh like a yakuza assassin, you get like all these different people that are like top killers in their field of work. Oh. 
and they're dropped on another planet and they get hunted. Hey, Danny Trejo's in it. Oh, okay. Well, that, Adrian Brody. He's got a good cast. <laughs> that sounds like the movie, that Stone Cold movie with Vin, uh, Vinnie Jones and they're fighting for whoever survives gets to live. They're all people that are in death row, whatever that They've done is. that so many times in so many movies. Yeah. Oh, what is that movie called? I forget. Uh, the, oh, The Condemned? Yes. Yes. Yep. Classic. <laughs> yep. Classic Stone yeah. Cold. But no, so then we get that kid. When that kid is in the basement and he pulls up the 3D images, and then you see somehow from him doing that, and how he knows how to like swipe in the air and do all of that, whatever. But then it like <laughs> triggers the predator somewhere else is like, oh shit, he's calling me or something like that. Like, I don't know. So the other predator was called to kill the other predator. So, like, why sort was of. He... he was like a bounty hunter. That's basically what they. That's what they told us. We don't know what his real goals are because. We couldn't really understand him because it was just like gargling for the most. Well, they part. had subtitles when he spoke. <laughs> yeah, so what the fuck was that? That was like in Major League Three, uh, Back to the Miners, and they put up Japanese subtitles. Like we would know that. That made no sense. Well, doesn't it? It, it does. It comes up in like the Predator font, <laughs> and then it switches to English, right? No, no it doesn't switch to English. No. Maybe, maybe later in the movie, a fancy Blu-ray version. In some scenes, <laughs> oh, okay. oh, when it's like talking to like its su- supervisor or whatever. I guess it doesn't. But <laughs> some, of, I know some of the scenes that switched over to English. But um, I did not I see that version. I just saw the, and I'm like, I hope this conversation is over soon because I'm not getting any of this. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. The uh, the only thing I got out of it is that the the normal sized predator was kind of over this whole mission that they were doing, I guess with the DNA collecting and the big one was sent to murder him. Why didn't the main guy kill him in the, when he had a chance instead of bringing him back? You mean McKenna in the opening scene? Yeah. McKenna, McKenna. Yeah. What? Why didn't he kill him? Like, why did he leave him? I don't know. He probably, couldn't he probably was like holy shit what is this thing that was his response uh, yeah yeah i don't know because well because i mean in again in past movies they have you know the predators have like a code so they like there's scenes where they won't attack someone because they're not holding a weapon no no why didn't mckenny kill him oh the monster predator the monster <laughs> Oh, I thought I thought you were asking why. Did no, no, why did McKenna? Him? He had the chance to kill this thing. Oh, yeah, no, I'm shocked. I don't know. Yeah, he's probably in shock. Like, holy shit! Look at this freaking thing that is right there. And he he gets a, he gets a a quick look at its what its tech can do, slicing bodies in half. And all right, doesn't it goes through like a guy's chest in the beginning? Right, the same. It's like the same scene as the guy that's hanging yeah. upside down. Like. It kills one guy and then cuts the other the other body in half. Yeah, his buddy gets yeah, ripped so in half from behind. That he's like, yep. And he just <laughs> fell down a huge mountain for like it was like the it was like in Black Sheep, oh. right? In Black Sheep when he falls and he just keep he keeps going and going and going. I was thinking of when Arnold jumped down. Like I I, I thought it was another throwback to the first Predator. Oh yeah, I guess it could kinda. have been. Yeah, kind of yeah. is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So then, uh, so then we meet the you know group uh, therapy. Was it group two? 
And uh, I got yeah. Oh no, that's not my favorite. Wait, that's not it. That's not it. There's a full, the full twenty seconds of this. Hey Baxley, question for you. All right, here we go. How do you circumcise a homeless man? Here it goes. Kick your mom in the chin. <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> you shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, nope. See that response. He acts like, a, like you said, yeah. like a sixth grader. Yeah. Well, you mean his Tourette's response, or what, him responding to the no? The, oh, okay. to the driver. <laughs> well, why does Thomas Jane have Tourette's? I don't. What? Why is Thomas Jane in this movie? <laughs> well, this is at the point that he was doing a lot of these movies. Like, I, I don't even know. Probably just before yeah, no, that, I this mean, is in, he was doing a lot of like straight to DVD, straight to streaming for a while. Yeah, he's he's in some smaller stuff, but like, let's get Thomas Jane in our Predator movie and get make him the guy with Tourette's. Exactly, he should have been the main guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like, and I thought this like when I saw it in the theater, I was like, this is this is worse than like. <laughs> A South Park gag because oh. with South Park you know that they, they make fun of everybody all walks of life they're gonna get you right and it's and it's it's humor but it's told with uh that's never it's never malicious right because they're they're gonna this is this to me it's like childish it's just making fun of someone with Tourette's and the same thing with like all these guys like they make like PTSD a joke with these soldiers. Well, you add, like, you add in the bullies with the o- o- autistic kid. They make fun of a lot yeah, of handicaps. Yeah. 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 It goes after like, and it's like, why? Why is this in a Predator movie? Why is this in any movie? In 2018. This, I mean, if, <laughs> it's like, if, to me, it's, it's, you know. It's not needed. It's, it's weird because, sh- yeah, Shane Black was one of the top script writers of the 80s, right? He wrote Lethal Weapon. He co-wrote so many other sequels he's a script doctor on a ton of stuff he didn't write stuff like this in the 80s when it was a little you know when it was more acceptable like in comedies and stuff but why is he doing it now i don't i don't know i it never got me. my that's chance the, that's the one thing that really bugged never... me with this movie his What's first that? treatment Riggs had Tourette's and they told him hey we'll do the movie but we're taking it out we're not having Riggs with Tourette's see i can see Riggs more with autism yeah. <laughs> oh, and Danny Glover with uh, Murtaugh? <laughs> Murtaugh with Tourette's? To be honest, to be honest, Riggs has, yeah, I mean, Riggs does kind of have his own PTSD and, you know, the whole dead wife thing and all that. But so I guess it's, but it's not, but that's treated to me. Yes, there's some humor in that movie, like the stuff with him, like, you know, doing the dislocated arm thing. And yeah, he's the wacky cop with the death wish kind of, but when they get to the stuff like about his wife, it's treated seriously. Oh yeah. Like you watch this guy mourn in those movies and you watch him open up to Murtaugh and, and the other guys and all that stuff. This is like, just, this is just pure nonsense front to back. No, totally. and, and the only reason any of those lines work is because it's Thomas Jane. And because you have Keegan, Michael key, if those were like anyone else, it would be even, it'd be even harder to watch. Like, <laughs> Yes. If Alfie Allen, you know, huge on Game of Thrones, what is he? He has like five lines in this movie. What is he? Well, has he done? Oh, that's Lynch. No, no. Yeah, Alfie Allen is Lynch. Yeah. Oh, man. 
He's oh, uh, he's the sniper. Um, yeah. Oh, he's in John Wick. Is it? Is he in John Wick also? And, and he's in yeah. John Wick too. Yeah. Wow. So then, right at the same point, the fact that they put him on McKenna on this bus, and the bus is just right outside that same facility. So they're sending him away because he wouldn't really help out at all. And then you're getting the lab. You see inside the lab, you meet Jake Busey. He really tells about everything. Another joke that you guys probably hate it, but when she gets taken to the room and the room starts going down and the guy at the desk says, is it your imagination or is this haunted room stretching? The guy goes, every every fucking time, really? Yeah, that that's funny to me because it's like it's cheesy. It's it's a one off. It's a one off. And then you get back into other stuff. Well, you know, that's a Disney World line. Yes, that's a haunted, ha- the, haunted mansion. The, yes, yes. Yep. That's that's what's funny about it. And then the guy and the yeah, the guy going, Yeah, every time yeah. you're gonna do this every time. <laughs> and that's that's funny because that, that speaks to like the uh, the board employee. Just yeah. trying to like give himself a laugh during the day. Yeah, the the guy who who knew it was great the first time he said it, and now he just wants to ride it. Yeah. Every time he's like, "There's this hottie <laughs> doctor coming in. I'm gonna make her laugh, maybe." Because all these people that work there. So is this the, this is the army? Like this is the real army, or is this like somebody else? Because this is like secret ops. Area fifty one. Yeah. yeah, it's. This is yeah, this is definitely above like military pay grade like cuz everyone who works for these people, they might not know that they're going to be targeted as bad guys, but they're going to die. Like not even from the predator, from other people and from their own coworkers and bosses. Like they signed up for a job that you're most likely going to die. Maybe up until this point everything was fine, but when a predator gets strapped onto the table, like I wasn't expecting that even though we saw it we saw them find find the body in the ship. That was fucking so cool seeing that strapped in there. Yeah, but do you, do you think you have an alien on a table? You think leather straps are the way to go? Oh, like no. the thing's um huge. He's, he's you know he's he's built like a human. You know you wouldn't put like chains or something stronger. <laughs> yeah, and what's funny is that like these guys, they're obviously like an offshoot of the like the military guys from predator two, they've been studying these aliens for decades and they're like, yep, the table with the straps will hold them. Traeger knows everything. He knows everything about them. Like everybody he talks to, he knows every, yeah, (laughs) agreed, but everything, but yeah, they're the scene is insane. When he breaks off of that table, all these people are so innocent. Cause I think just before that they're all clapping. Right. You see, like, these normal, like, middle-aged people, like, the scientists, they're like, yeah. And then, like, five minutes later, they're all getting, like, just ripped to shreds. One guy gets thrown into the glass so hard, like, it's just blood everywhere. It's a massacre. Yeah. It's a, it, it's probably one of the best scenes in the movie. Oh, know? I loved it's, it. It's it's silly. It's, you know, it, it, it leans on the B-movie stuff, but, like, it's, it's done well, for sure. And, you know, that's... You know me. I've I I own thousands of movies. <laughs> I've seen so much schlock over the years, and there's a way to do it right, and there's a way to do it wrong. Especially if you're trying to do like a big budget version. This scene got it right. Most of the movie got it wrong. Yeah, yeah. you know what? But I we agree. didn't get 
what one cool line just before this because the bus is already leaving and that's when uh mckenna goes oh i have the she because dr uh bracket olivia munn like wondered where the missing because they were missing the one mask and the one form forearm thing then that's when mckenna they said oh mckenna said he he was the last one with it they like turned the bus around and one of his lines perfect for us he goes i am stuck in group two the sequel to group one but only stupider <laughs> great well <laughs> the it. stuff in the in the glass case is that from the second movie some of that stuff i guess like it's the, from the first and the second one or oh, just no. things they you got at like, swap meets like, like the way it looks no the weapons just... and the stuff that when she, she first gets On display, there they had like the they had like the wall of fame oh, of I think, it i think it's just supposed to to be like yeah it's supposed to be like a reference that you know they've been collecting art of you know anything they find over the years because there's stuff like that there's stuff like that in the other movies too um that's how we got things like alien versus predator and, and stuff which by the way th- those movies are no longer canon unfortunately i never saw those i saw the, the second one. First one's okay first one's okay first one's fun the uh the second one is pretty bad it's it's got some really insane gore and effects in it but it's just it's just a poorly made movie it's it's down to the low you know a lower rung like this one all right get it on the list get it on the list (laughs) (laughs) so then it it has a scene in it that will absolutely shock you guys oh okay sounds like a challenge so (laughs) then we get lachlan monroe so if anybody listened to the interview with gary chalk lachlan and gary have been in like god like 10 different things together lachlan's in this he has a small role as like this military general in here and uh god dude here it is so like so olivia munn she's a doctor and she no she's a scientist scientist (laughs) what's a doctor they're doctors she has some i think she's supposed to have some form of doctor yeah yeah okay it's not like you're just a scientist they don't give you the doctor part you're like hey you're just a scientist but you got to be called mr something but she right away grabs a gun, right? She's oh, she, right away. No, no, it was and, a tranquilizer gun. Oh yeah, that's what she had. But the fact that so the scene that I wanted to mention before, but when in order to get out of there, she had to get naked. Because that's the only way they were <laughs> okay. able to get in. I had a question about that too. No, she was in a. She had oh, to get the, decam. The, um, what's it called? The, decontamination yes. chamber. So does it know <laughs> if you have clothes on? I think so. That's weird. Because that's how they got in there. Because they were like, oh, you have to. Because they were just both standing there. Yeah, but the sensor knows if you're naked or not. Well, no, it's not. (laughs) It's not. I don't think it's like that. They're they're treating it like a clean room. No. So you take your clothes off, put them in a bag, walk through the sterilizer, put on on scrubs or whatever. So why'd she have to put it, take her clothes off when she went back in? She was naked, and the predator yeah. walked up to her, yeah, and then just walked away. Because you could see she was vulnerable. So she wanted to take her clothes off to be vulnerable. Does she know the? Does she, she know the background of this? Wasn't she? Wasn't she only naked because the predator broke out while she was going through? No, she was already in there. The no, she was already in there. She was hiding, yeah. and then she decided to take her clothes uh, off. Uh, 
So maybe she doesn't know no everything idea. so well. Maybe from studying it, she knows the vulnerability. But wouldn't they teach that to everybody? Wouldn't all those people <laughs> who are about to get massacred just go, ah? Because not all so those people are. So you want everybody to take the clothes off before the predator attacks? She wasn't even, she wasn't even <laughs> studying them though. Remember she, remember she's on the bus and and she's looking at the file and she's like. She's like, oh my god, there's aliens. Like, this is the first time she's learning about. It. So she doesn't know their rules. No, she says, oh, they are real. So I think maybe she had some. Yeah, she probably doesn't know the rules. That was a. Oh, so she's like, she was bit. like a basement dweller, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. conspiracy. Theory. So maybe she thought the predator would be distracted by her naked body. Because he's a predator. <laughs> See. <laughs> oh man, but no. Then the fact that she turns into this like like badass that she's chasing this thing it's running and i love that they're all the all group two is sitting on the bus and they look over and they just see a guy get thrown uh like a guy that was just a security guard thrown off the top of it the predator jumps down and she's behind him oh no she's underneath right she's, she's underneath he's a, he's above mm-hmm. yeah She's bobbing and weaving like this thing now should be like, oh, I sense this, especially that ha- that we find out about that gun that the kid had. It senses whatever and just so this thing doesn't know that that kid's behind him, <laughs> that the girl's right underneath him. Like just it made no sense that she was like that aggressive towards finding him. How do you know where to go? Did he put the helmet on already? Didn't he grab the helmet that was already on the wall, right? And then that's when he was able to... So then why is he running? I mean, in the first movie, he's in, like, high trees, jumping really high. Like, like, why is he, like, running like a human? Why is he walking? Just go invisible and walk. Well, he didn't have the ball. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Okay. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, because he didn't have his forearm thing. All he found was the helmet that was there. So he had his helmet. And he was missing his. Uh, <laughs> he was missing his wristlet. Oh my god! He also has webbed feet, which I never thought he would have. When he was on the tables, there were webbed feet. Is he swimming in any of the movies? No. no. Well, he walks. Th- yeah, he walks through water. That's it. Well, and he actually gets electrocuted. Right, his his equipment malfunctions in the first movie when he gets wet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! So so, <laughs> so then at this same time, we get uh, back to the bus uh, uh, to get this one. Made me really laugh. He goes, "Hey, hey, Baxley's mom's vagina. What if Baxley's mom's was a v- vagina was a video game?" It would be rated E for everyone. Like that joke was like that E for everyone thing. That was like PlayStation, right? Wasn't that like at the yeah. end of PlayStation ads, like in the 2000s? So yeah, that was a pretty dated yeah. joke. I mean, the, I mean, games are still rated E to M. So that's still a thing. But that joke is from like, you know, when we were in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. But they, but that, that was one ago. that he knew that would get under his skin or it was already set up for that to happen because then that, that got them to start fighting the, the cops come back and then they, didn't they kill the one cop? They did. But like, would the cops do that? These are, these are guys that are handcuffed and they basically left that door open for the driver. <laughs> and, and I feel like the jokes, they're dirty jokes told like we talked about before. 
like a sixth grader because there is yeah, dirty yeah. aspects to the jokes, but they're so like I'm rubber, your glue kind of jokes. It's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 And again, Shane Black. <laughs> yeah. Because remember in the first movie, his character has all like the really crass jokes. And they're like, and, 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 the, and in at least in that movie, he's telling the jokes and no one's laughing. You know, he's got eight guys around him and no one's laughing at his jokes. Well, you know, it's funny. You look at that crew, Jesse, the body, Apollo Creed, Arnold. Billy. And, uh, yeah. And then you get these guys. <laughs> I mean, dude. yeah. Yeah, no, like, yeah, no, they didn't have, like, that guy. I guess, like, I, I agree with Jamie, like, Nebraska, like, yeah. his, he was great in this whole movie, and the, his ending was, like, legendary, like, in a movie, like, to see somebody do that, that was so cool, but, like, and then I forgot, now that, like, because when we talk about these movies, like, while we're going through it, how about the way, like, Dr. Brackett, like, ends her thing? She shoots herself in the foot. With the drink dart. Well, and then that's what triggers like eliminate her. <laughs> that's the only thing that like showed that. All right. She's she is just a scientist. Doesn't know how to use a gun. Shoots herself. So, OK, she's a doctor. She's a doctor. Oh, I'm sorry. A doctor. doctor. But then later on, jumps the top of the bus or was it a bus? She jumped on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. The bus. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. But the Predator, this is the one that you're talking about. So this is when you have the military bus. That's who Trigger called to go to eliminate her. And then when they're driving, that's when the Predator hops in the back of the, the van. Yep. Well, he's, hitching, he's hitching a ride. That's how he gets yeah. there. <laughs> but when he holds up, hey, everything okay back there? And he lifts up a hand that is already in a thumbs up. That was dumb. <laughs> so that's how that person died. Like he was gonna, he was saying thumbs up, and he died that way. <laughs> that's how he died. He saw the predator, and he goes. <gasps> I thought maybe the predator folded his fingers back. To, you know, that would be even fucking. That would like be crazy if you saw him in the back, and he's like using his thing, and like, what are some hand signals that uh, humans do on Earth? And he's just sitting in a back. Like with his hands on his knees, like, like a like a regular person, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like waiting, <laughs> so like sweet. a punked prank almost. He's like, oh my god, I just murdered all of his friends, and he's giving me a ride right now. <laughs> like seriously, like what? Oh, that's so funny. Man. And they save, so they save Olivia Munn. They take her to this like sleazy hotel, and you know, think what's happening right now. All this mayhem's going out. Like they know that there's this killer alien is on the loose. What do they do? They drink, and they're, they're like at a bar drinking. They leave the crazy guys with the girl. Which why would you do that? Like what? McKenna and Nebraska are the two guys that have their have it together. You think? And they leave all the crazy ones with her in the room. This whole scene was a very creepy vibe. <laughs> very creepy vibe but i did i did laugh yeah. when they bet when he oh dude when she grabbed that shot they made <laughs> i told you she grabbed the gun and she pulled the trigger on him like 
yeah, yeah. That's a, that, that was another scene that had the, the cringy Tourette's joke back and forth. Yep. Where she's just repeating over and over again. I'm like, and that's Jamie. That's where I wanted to turn the movie off. <laughs> oh, oh, so you you, you made it past the thumbs up. Yeah. Ear pussy. Yeah. Did you say ear yeah. pussy? No, no, no. He didn't say ear pussy. He said, uh, "I'm a you're a pussy or I'm a pussy." I'm like, why is that in this? But but it went on for a while, and that's the thing. Too long. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you could tell. Like I felt like you could even the actors didn't find it funny. <laughs> And they're just they're just throwing it back and forth at each other like stone faced. Shane's like, do it one more time. They're like, fuck you, dude. Just leave this one. We don't need another yeah. take. And now we're gonna cut to uh, the best part of the movie. So we get this kid going trick or treating, like a scene that you did not expect. You, c- I could have wrote down a million things <laughs> that were gonna happen in this movie, and this one I would not have thought that this kid puts on the predator mask. He puts on the wrist wristlet thing forearm thing and he goes trick-or-treating and he sees the bullies right he sees the bullies just before he goes to the house okay before before we get there i i don't have a lot of experience with autistic kids would they go out by themselves on halloween night to go trick-or-treating i don't think so and and the mom was home that right and yeah i mean i have a, a little experience like I, I, a little bit, and and there's a saying that's if you've met one kid with autism, you've met one kid with autism because yeah. everyone that's it's such a wide range of of you know different versions and challenges that they face. But uh, I don't know one kid that would go by himself. It's it seems well, a especially weird. since the panic he had in the beginning of the movie. Covering his ears, anything can happen, you know. Especially on the scariest night of the year, like a car alarm. Yeah, some kids could jump out of a bush. Just you know, just a a, a harmless prank. Bullies could confront him. You know, a kid could. He clocks those kids, and he's yeah. And and he 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 crosses the street. He sticks out like a sore thumb. Like he he wanted to hide behind the mask. What's funny to me is like, why would why did those kids know it was him? <laughs> that is true too. This is a mask. It's not like it was the. It's not like he's the poor kid and it was like a cheapo mask. <laughs> this thing was probably it like, looked expensive. I'm sure. Like God, and it's not like he was wearing like, well, the same clothes. It's not. It's not like it's not like he was wearing like a Star Wars shirt or a, like a Mickey Mouse shirt, it's like something they saw him in earlier. That would be like, oh, there, there he is. He's just wearing like what are a plain shirt and like a little hoodie and stuff. Like there's absolutely no reason they should. Well, was this the same day at school? Yeah. Okay, so he probably didn't change his shirt. Is it the same? Probably the same sweatshirt. In the dark, they saw it and go, "Oh, there's that big juicy ass burger from the chess club." Yeah. (laughs) But but the fact that this kid, because it's what you would say a high schooler was on the in that house. Older. Then I would went, think, oh yeah. Oh oh no. Those that, that was like a that was like a crack yeah. man. <laughs> I would say like a, I would say like a, like the twenties. Like they look they're a little yeah, older. Yeah. yeah that that was a uh, that was the bad <laughs> that was the bad house in the neighborhood. Again to leave a f- autistic kid walking around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To that rough neighborhood. The fact that that thing pops out and blows that guy up. Murders. 
Let's let's call it what it is. The kid murdered that guy. And who else was in the in the house? So there could have been multiple people. And the bullies, I mean, the, you know, and the bullies were impressed. It was like a house of, it was like a house of meth heads. Yeah. No, no, no great. But loss. the kid, but the kid just murdered, you know, accidentally or whatever, and act normal like the next scene, like nothing, yeah. like nothing happened. Yeah. At first, because at first it's it kind of plays like he didn't realize what happened, but. It'd be okay. So, so at first it shoots through the kid, the or the guy up on the balcony, dead, and then doesn't it shoots again and blows up the Correct. house? Yeah, and then it knocks him. So at first he doesn't realize that he doesn't realize that anyone's dead. And then, okay, this, this, and then is a, this is a kid that's him on his is able to to manipulate alien software. You're gonna tell me he doesn't know that he just blew up a ha- a, a guy. From yeah. his wrist? No, because the the uh, a lot of times the equipment acts like on its own. It's like an AI. No, it does. But so it's, it saw the the rock throwing as a as like a lethal <laughs> threat and murdered. Him. I would think you're gonna feel a rocket come off your arm. Oh, it's a laser blast. A laser blast. Yeah, okay. no, but <laughs> that that was in this movie that that kid did that. He murdered. Yeah, I, I for I actually I totally forgot about that. So when <laughs> you see like the blast th- go through the guy's chest and the bl- like real quick the blood fly, I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I watched it three I totally times. Forgot. I kept he rewinding, and I'm like, dude, this kid just murdered someone, <laughs> slaughtered. <laughs> what's it, what's his body count by the end of this? He takes out that entire house, and you know, there's a lot of people out- in there, so. Oh yeah, yeah. They're all hanging out. They're they're. It was book club night on Halloween, and Jesus, all these people die. All these meth heads. So then we get so just some funny. So then you get McKenna. He goes to the house, and he's like, "Hey, I sent something here," and this is where the wife, when Jamie like reminded us when he she was like, "You don't live here anymore. This isn't your house. You can't just come here." And this whole scene is crazy too because I think he finds the box downstairs. It's open, and that's when he leaves by himself to go find Rory. And what what else happens? Everybody else sees there. They don't even go to to help him. Right? Only the goes with- after a while. Yeah, because because she gives the uh, the speech that you you played at the beginning. Oh yes, she gives the speech about you know my husband may not be a. Or, you know, he might not be a good husband, but he's a good soldier. That you know, that whole thing. She reci- she recites his stats like it's a baseball yeah. card. Confirmed yeah. kills. I'm like, wait, what freaking person do- does that military people do? Like, if there's somebody listening to this podcast and their friend or spouse is in the military, do you know their stats like that? It's like I would think yeah, they don't want three seventy two and forty seven RBIs. Like what? If they're killing someone, they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, but I did laugh the clip he showed earlier when he goes that that speech did not motivate me at all. All right, I'll uh, I'll play it again because I I had to clip it for it itself, so the whole thing's great. Might be a lousy husband, but he is a good soldier. Yeah. Sounds like he probably take care of himself. Yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ, that's what I thought. Fucking pussies. 
Bitcoin medals. I didn't like your speech. It didn't really inspire me. What? He called me a pussy and nobody calls me pussy, so... Okay. Fuck off, pussy! <clears throat> See, they're, they're making the Tourette's... He's acting like a parrot. Like he's repeating. <laughs> yeah. repeat. So it's... I, I don't know. Although I think Nettles might be the craziest one of all of them. <laughs> it's really crazy. Yeah. And then Nebraska steals a cop car? The RV. Oh yeah, where did they get the RV? the RV? Yeah, it just comes it just comes into play because they need they need to fit them all on something that's not a school bus. And the cop car, so Nebraska steals a cop car. Somebody steals an RV. Well, later in the movie, don't they come up? They they get something else. It's supposed to be, I think the RV is supposed to be uh, McKenna's. Oh, that's where he's, he's been like living, in it, like outside, the, like right outside the house. Oh, okay, that's where she makes him sleep, I guess. <laughs> Right. And then we get the baseball field. So Rory, after he murders someone, goes, you know what? I'm going to go for a stroll by myself with my murder weapon. I guess that's actually smart of him. So you won't see other people. But, dude, this is where the dogs show up, the predator's dogs. And so this is what makes no sense because who, which predator's dogs are these? The little predator or the big predator? Why do predators need dogs? Are they living like a normal life at home on their planet? Like, <laughs> after a long day of of killing people, they're, uh, they're 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 just hunt they're hunting dogs. Yeah, but the, they're, they're very they were introduced sweet. In the third movie, <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, they were they. I honestly they were they were introduced in the third movie and they were actually scary. In this one, they have dreads. No, they're basically they're the predator shit. on a dog's body. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. stupid. Gotta keep it simple. <laughs> One of them gets murdered point blank by Nebraska. He puts the pistol yeah. next to its head. Yeah, the dogs are, are really stupid. And then there's the one that like lasts through the whole rest of the movie. He was the friend. And they shot it. it yeah, they shot it in the head. <laughs> and it and it lives. And it's like But kind of It's an alien. Stupid. It's an alien. <laughs> it's not a dog. Like I don't like <laughs> partially lobotomized it they did yeah so it's like it's like and then it's like friends with like olivia munn it's like protecting her because she i mean she's the one i think that isn't she the one that shot it in the head uh, i thought it was nebraska no, no did nebraska it. did yeah no because at one point they hide it they go get in get in get in like they don't yeah. want him to get killed like, no sense because she because it, it, someone shoots it in the head and then they're gonna shoot it again to kill it and they're like no don't why i don't know and then it's like, it's like their dog after that. It's so it's stupid. Bizarre. God. And then when you get the whole scene when the predator shows up and they're firing every bullet that they have at it. And then even McKenna, when he's like running away from it, like under the bleachers. And I think it's Nebraska throws him like a, he throws him a gun. And then we get like slow-mo of him catching it. Like that was like way too much for Mm-hmm. halfway through the movie like a little past halfway through the movie we're getting like slow-mo slow like the i don't know <laughs> yeah i i lost it when i when i saw the dogs i was kind of checking out but then we get the bible how about oh. when uh nettles is driving the rv and he's he's oh wait maybe that was the dogs they were running from right is that when they were all firing just at the dogs 
Or was the predator actually on the baseball field? The uh, I think it's just the dogs because the yeah the big the big guy shows up like right at the end. The big guy shows up at the school, but the little guy, the little predator, which is not really little, but we'll call him <laughs> little. But when he He's pulls nettles out of the out of the RV, I was like, no, I like that guy. And in my head, I'm like, eventually all these guys are gonna die, right? Like you you oh, know yeah. that has to happen in these movies, but you're trying to guess like who's gonna be first. I was totally wrong because at that point I'm like, oh, he's got to go, right? Like he's not like one of the main guys, but he he gets saved. Why? Because they're all getting ready to put their guns down, and Thomas Jane flips on the Tourette's and he says, "Fuck you, pussy," and that kind of distracts the predator that he's able to shoot him a bunch of times. This is dumb. Like it, it makes no sense. Like. Yeah. Was in the first movie, what? Well, I, I hate going back to it, but even the second one, were they like cautious with vulnerable people? Yes, well, they were. Okay, yeah they they have their they have their set of rules. It, it's been expanded on a little bit with each movie, but for the most part, it's nothing's really changed. Nothing really changed until this one, where we started getting into like the weird. <laughs> so they really brought it out stuff. this one. All right. Yeah, so it's it, it's 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 always been like like for example, like in the first one, they ha- there's like the the woman that they have that they took from like the uh, the enemy camp, and she's she's like handcuffed. Yep. She never has a weapon, and the only time the predator goes to fire at her is when she picks up a gun, and Arnold like smacks it out of her hand. He's like, no, no, it won't kill you if you're not armed. So like just from that on. That's like that was like the basis of that, and that you know it's been expanded on. You know, it's funny. Like, I mean, every time I've seen that movie, and I've seen it so many times, I never thought of it as as that. I I'd have to see it again. <laughs> yeah, same thing with like Billy standing up to it at the end. Yeah, but doesn't he, throws... but he gets killed on the log, and he have a weapon? Yeah, but he, but he throws all his weapons away except for the knife. The knife. Yeah, and the predator sees him. Billy, yeah. The predator sees him as. Uh, like a worthy opponent, right. so he doesn't just shoot him or blast him. They actually are supposed to have fought, and that's why in uh, in that one he actually takes he takes Billy's skull as the trophy. He's the one person that he kills that he takes a trophy from because he sees he respects. Oh him. wow! Yeah, like I said, that the lead scene. Gets her, Billy gets <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then we get so when they're in the school. And again, I know we've mentioned it so many times, but they, they, they were so walking much... into a school. How they get into the school? Well, that's true. How did they get in the school? They, they must. They must have that's knocked right. on the door for the janitor. <laughs> that's true. I didn't even think about that. But the fact they're in the school, and then you see like the the predator stalking the windows, and then he sneaks up on them. He has a, when he has McKenna choked out. You're like, he's gonna have to get out of this. How's it gonna happen? I'm telling you, I was. My jaw hit the ground when a bigger pre- when something ripped it out of the window. I'm like, what could that be? Like it, they showed you pretty quick of what it was, but I'm like, what the hell was that? And then you see it standing there, a ginormous predator that <laughs> pretty much within seconds kicks the shit out of him because the little one shoots a few times, but he misses him and blows up the school. So a lot of damage going on in this town. I was like, actually sad when a little predator died. Oh. And the way he died too. What I wanted him to fight the big one. Yeah, because and honestly, 
other than the first movie, there's there's always been like a part of their character that kind of borderlines on good. So it felt like, oh, this is going to be like the yep. hero part of this movie, then dead. <laughs> Which I will say, like you said, with with the bigger predator like pulling it through the window, and like you, you see him like fight for a little bit. Good, great. It was done better in the last movie. <laughs> oh, they did the same thing. Well, in the in the third movie, there's like I said, there's multiple factions, and you see like a bigger one. I don't think he's this big, but he's big. He's there's clearly a size difference and they fight and it's a whole thing, but okay. <laughs> like there's, there's good stuff in this movie, but it's a bad movie. They could, they could have done the old like knockout and then the big predator sees maybe Rory. Oh, that's a kid I was talking to. That was a kid. I was saying, isn't it funny? His name's predator. And he was texting a little kid pretty much or emailing back and forth. <laughs> Where's uh Chris, what, what, hi, I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> I'm Chris Hansen. But Chris, no, they, they could have done the old like, oh, that predator gets like thrown. But they didn't even want you to even think that the little predator was alive. So he rips his head off and his spinal cord attached and he holds it up. And then he does like this, like Jason Voorhees, like leather face, like slow walk for a second, just staring at the Winnebago. And I love they're all like, what the hell was that? What the hell was that thing? <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I thought he was. Gonna, I thought he was going to start running after them. Me too. Stands there. No, I thought that was going to. I guess it was too early for that. Like the the whole shit to hit the fan. But uh, no, that was a man. I love that scene. That was cool. <laughs> How big do you think he was? Scene. I mean, if the other like ten per- feet, he's, right? He's supposed to be like ten or eleven <laughs> feet tall. Because the because the the regular predators are supposed to be like seven feet, and they and the actors they get are like yeah. seven feet tall. Wow. And this is where we cut to Traeger. He's looking at the dead predator's body. They got it pretty quick. The fact that he's looking at it and he's talking about, and then he's telling us, oh, he's the, the big one's the tracker. So the little one was the runner. He was trying to help us out. So like, how do you know about the big one? They know so much. I guess I have no idea. Then why do they need Olivia? Why do they leave the scientist doctor? I don't know. Why did they even? Yeah, you're saying why they need her? Yeah, I mean, that's true. The, he and knows everything. Know nothing about it. Yeah, especially she had no knowledge. Her her first reaction was like, "Oh my god, this is real." I knew it. And it's like she was only there I mean, for five they- minutes before all hell broke loose. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And then how about the nettles when he's hitting on Olivia Munn? He goes, "You know, we have a lot in common." I like music. You like music. You like music, right? Like, <laughs> he, he, I definitely think he might be the craziest one. He almost dies. <laughs> and then minutes later, he's like, I'm going to try to get some. I think this is the opportunity to hit on this girl and try to ask her out. Like, this is the moment. He Who is he? Like, he looked, he looks familiar. He does look for, he really does look. He actually, it's definitely not him, but he looks like, if you ever watched Broad City, he looks like their one friend on that show. Definitely not him, but just the way he played this character, like he was funny yeah. and his, his demise was crazy too. At the end of the movie, yeah, at the end of the movie, it was actually, it was so over the top, but just the way these people went out, you're like, holy shit. Like a lot went into it. Like really. 
yeah that, that's I, I have a problem with that too it's it it felt like so tacked on at oh. the end like you introduce all these guys throughout the movie and then it kind of felt like oh we forgot to kill someone so, like, oh, yeah. so they all die in like within like five minutes of each other i agree other. I, I think one of them should have died like 20 minutes earlier we should have lost one like at the yep. school someone at, or someone at like the field or what you know because because up till the end it doesn't there's like no stakes like there are but like that it never feels like anything real is going to happen because they get they get away from the military base they get away from the smaller predator they get away from the bigger predator they get back to the house like they're getting everywhere they need to go and and nothing's really stopping them they have you know they shoot at the dogs they do this they do that but it's like there's no stakes until the end right yeah and then everyone starts getting blown up or chopped up <laughs> or whatever. Or jumping on the Predator's back. Jumping in the starship engine. Wait, wait, not even jumping on the Predator's back. On on fire Predator's <laughs> back. Like, it's like, yeah, I wanna I wanna die. Listen, these guys are crazy. I don't think they're that crazy. They're not that crazy. <laughs> no way. There's no way anybody would with just a knife. No. Yeah, no. So then at this point, this Traeger and the FBI find them. They're one-on-one, like, trying to get more information from Dr. Brackett. And, like, I think he, I think he even apologizes for, like, oh, I'm sorry that I was going to kill you. Like, this guy is so, like, Egan said, the guy, the character just sucks. I think maybe the way yeah. he, he tried too hard. He wanted, yeah, it was just trying to be too much of a dick. Like, yeah. I feel like that, that had to have been the direction he was given because... Sterling K. Brown's great, a great actor. He is. Yeah. He's in a ton of stuff. But the, does he normally play? Does he ever play a bad guy? Not that I've seen. He's playing right. like shady character. Shady, yeah. But is a difference but, between shady and like just being a jerk, like the way he was chewing the gum yeah, and is, just being, yeah. This is like just hamming yeah. it up. But, uh, yeah. So so for like when I. The first time I saw this movie, as soon as he walks on screen, I'm like, oh, awesome. Another great actor in this movie. And then immediately I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> yeah, because when I saw the first, when this movie first was getting made, I remember looking at the cast. And I'm like, wow, like these are yeah. some pretty good people. But uh, yeah. And because and and because the third movie's really solid. I was like, OK, cool. We're getting another part of our movie. They wait like. Almost like in the, within the storyline, they wait like ten years to make a movie. Yeah, and each one's been pretty good so far. So I was like, "All right, I'm I'm in." You know, was this the last one? This is the last one. Yeah, maybe. Did, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, there there's there is a new one coming out, uh, direct to Hulu. Oh, okay. It's a prequel, and it's called Prey. Okay. Instead of Predator. So he was bullied and then he turned into the bully. The Predator. He was picked on in school and then he was like, hey, I'm not going to take any shit anymore. And that's when it all flipped. Yeah, I think it's it's set like a long time ago. Like, like it's like Native Americans or something. How funny is it if we saw him in like a classroom with the helmet on? Yes. Like it's a look... 
<laughs> oh my God. And he's getting picked on. <laughs> so another scene. We, I think we only I'll... see their home world once. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh it's in one of the AVP movies. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I yeah. did. I, I All the fight scenes in this movie, I think there wasn't a lot of them, really, like time wise. But when they're at McKenna's uh, ex-wife's house, that was pretty badass. When the predator just like starts ripping people up, he even like cuts the guy through the f- so does the Predator have like Freddy Krueger blades or something on his hand? He has uh, the blades that come out of the gauntlet. Oh, like dude, uh, Assassin's Creed. That's, that's, like, that's like the Predator's like famous weapon. Oh, dude, that looks so cool. Because it looks so long. It almost looks like it went through the guy's yeah. entire body. Because it went through the floor yeah. and almost up to his like throat. Because he was like throwing up blood within seconds. All right, hold on a second. So the wrist thing is called a gauntlet? Oh, is that what it's called? Sure. Oh, good. Uh, that's a better phrase than yeah. forearm thing. Okay, so that thing when he picks it up is very—it's it, it, hollow. It's pretty thin. Where is he hiding all this stuff inside the gauntlet? Well, it's you know, it's, it's special alien. It's alien attack. magic. It's very you know. light. Okay. The the. the... <laughs> oh, dude! I would love it if the kid killed the bullies with that about advanced advanced technology always it would be it's indiscernible to magic to a more primitive right. species like if you were to show your iphone to george washington his head would explode gotcha. you know it's advanced technology is indiscernible to magic to like a less evolved well, species that that's why it bothers so me that this kid could figure out how to get on a ship oh no yeah 100%. Has, it's, it's nonsense it's, Fuck this movie. <laughs> the, the craziest part of this movie, just the people that work for Traeger, even though I know they're getting in their bad when they sign up, they know that they're doing some shady shit. But when Traeger and the army steal Rory and they're planning on killing and they do the bad guy thing like, okay, yeah, I'll kill her now. Like, And he's like walking behind her and the do- predator dog saves her. She pulls a grenade and puts it under his black jacket or his bulletproof vest, and then they run and jump, and the, and he explodes. Well, the the what dog brought go? the grenade, right? Then the dog dropped their grenade. Oh, did he drop the grenade like it like it was he was playing yeah, fetch? The yeah, but it was it still had like yeah. a pin in it. He had it like in his mouth or whatever, <laughs> and then she picks it up and blows the guy up. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> That's crazy. That's not even self-defense. That's just murder. <laughs> that is murder. He was already on the ground. <laughs> it's just straight murder. Jesus Christ. Right? There's a lot of murder in Tom- this movie. And then Thomas Jane's character, Coyle, has like the, the a great line in this movie because it's so true. Because he even says how silly it is, which I don't know if Shane Black was like writing it that way, but he goes, wait, we're going against aliens and the army? Because that's really what this movie is, and that is like like not even fathomable. Like, why would you even try? I, know I think there was more thinking, so human on human murder than predator human. Oh, yep, yeah. Those people killed. They killed a lot of yeah. people. And the crack house. And the crack house. <laughs> and Rory with his uh, seventeen kills. Because <laughs> just thinking, not even the people that that he killed then what about the family members that were like so distraught and then <laughs> maybe maybe i don't know 
But then the I think a funny thing in this movie, I don't know how electric fence were how they work, but how about when they had the electric fence, they zoom in on the sign, electric fence, and they showed two army guys put jumper cables on them. <laughs> like, or is it electric fence? Always electric fight? Do you have to really physically go out there and put jumper cables on it? Well, in, maybe the generator. In Jurassic down. Park, doesn't the fence go down? But that was because the power went out. Not not, not yeah. that, uh, you know, one of the employees. The, the hurricane knocked the power yeah. out. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, wait, they, they have all this money. They're doing all this stuff with alien technology, but... Oh, our budget for actually real electric <laughs> fences isn't that good. And what would that even do? Let me... That did something. That did something to me. See, it makes no sense to even have that in there like that. It's filler. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was. And then how about Trigger? How shitty is to Rory? Rory's like, my dad's going to get you. He's going to come and save me. And he he does a little kid voice back to him. And he goes, your dad has to be the dumbest motherfucker alive. Like in a kid's voice. I'm like, whoa, dude. <laughs> he wants to be the most evil guy in a movie of all time for him just to like, not even like yeah. kidnap this kid and going to use, really basically not care if this kid dies or not. And then tries to kill the kid later. Just, God treats his kid like shit. It does. Terrible. Uh, yeah. Well, the kid is a murderer. So I mean, the kid is a. I guess it would be okay, right? Right. That's okay. <laughs> I, I the sequel should be the trial. The sequel to this movie should be Rory's oh uh, murder trial. <laughs> Like a court TV, the one hour movie, TV movie, and it's just like his murder trial because really, he yeah, he's a murderer. Yeah. Actually, and and real quick, we haven't, we never really touched on the fact that Rory's played by Jacob Tremblay, Oscar nominee (laughs) Jacob Tremblay. (laughs) Amazing. Who is he's great in everything, but he's he's you know, I mean, he's he's a kid, he's gotten some weird roles. And this is one of them. Wasn't he in a movie with he wore a helmet? A sp- uh, okay, yes. he was in that. He was in that movie Wonder, Wonder. which is also problematic for yeah. its own. <laughs> oh yeah, its own reason. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, so you know kinda, what? I don't want to take yeah. anything away from this kid because the kid actually is a good actor. He's acting well. Yeah. But, oh yeah, he did the. But job. what he's given is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see mckenna he goes invisible he uses like the magic uh ball bearing to sneak into that room because uh he's trash talking trigger like on the over the walkies right or he calls him or something because he's thinking his dad is like in the woods it's like a mclean like a john mclean kind of moment and then he happens to be in that room because he knocks Trigger down and then how about Trigger's like stew uh his like stoolie the whole movie that white guy that just like yes yeah, sir and he was like kind of like evil he gets killed by the trank dart which you wouldn't think would kill somebody because he shoots it in his eye oh yeah he's like you fucked with my kid <laughs> and just right well, in the face we also skipped over the fact that he went to the bathroom earlier to, I guess, puke up the ball. 
You know, I mean, which is think about how long it's been in there. Yeah. <laughs> where's where's the uh, where's the it's Dookie clip? <laughs> yeah. Wait, did he not have a BM in like how many days was it since the desert? He was he waiting that for that shot? exact moment. He held it in. And I guess it's better a puke scene rather than him picking it out of his shit, like uh, in <laughs> Cheech and Chong up in smoke. Like, But you think about, he swallowed metal. He swallowed yeah. metal. And yeah. it's been sitting in this, like, so stupid. Maybe, now maybe, I don't know. Maybe his uh, his body was like, no, this is too big. <laughs> too big. We're going to keep this in here. <laughs> the stomach. We need a biologist. If there's a biologist listening and follow us on Twitter, speak sequels only and tell us uh, if I swallowed a big metal ball, would it come out of my ass or would it would just it, stay there? Yeah, we're just hanging out. Set and how job. long can it last there without a BM? Without a BM, yeah. So then we get Lynch. This whole time, Lynch is up top getting ready to snipe. And I, again, he didn't have really any lines in this movie, really like a handful. So I guess it would have been a good bet that he had been the first one to go down. But when you see the like the triangle, the three dots, yeah, he was the first one to go. The predator was up there, ready to race some hell. Yep. See, how much more did about twenty minutes left in this movie? And this is where it's just yeah, like they like pack 20, in minutes. so yeah. much. Yep. Oh yeah, dude. And that's that's more. This is like the point where you also can really tell like how like how this thing must have been just chopped and re-edited and changed because the movie's the movie's almost two hours but the amount of stuff we get in it it feels it feels like it could be like a 90 minute movie oh, and yeah. minute movie there, like there's so much like just filler and like the, like the ho- the motel scene the house it's all the same stuff over and over again and then they just cram it all into this like the last like 20 minutes and you, it just feels like it feels bottom yes. heavy. it's bizarre yeah, but if you told me this was an eighty-minute movie, I'd believe you. But it's, it's almost two hours. <laughs> yeah. so what was the original cut? Like two and a half? Like it had to have been some. Like... Thank, thank goodness it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but another, like again, there's a handful. There's so many lines in this movie. Like they had to try to have these like memorable lines. Some just fall flat. But I did like the one when they're all like the big predators, like ripping everybody up, killing a ton of people, and then it's really just the six and the seven. And I love when, uh, the triggers like McKenna be reasonable. It's seven of us and six of you. The sniper shot takes out the one guy and he goes, where'd you do math? See, like, I don't know. (laughs) Some of those lines are good, but I think it's just the fact that when there's so many of them, they don't land as well because you're like, Oh, that's funny. It's like a comedian that has 50% of their jokes that are funny. They're not going to be funny because you're not like, it's not like that continuing roller coaster of, you know. That, that's what it is. It was just overkill. It was way too many. Yeah. Or it's like, or if you have like dialogue that's really on fire, like, like for example, like a John Wick movie where there might be like, let's say there's, let's say there's 15 one-liners in a John Wick movie, right? At least 10 or 12 of them are top notch. So even if a couple don't land as well, those 10 or 12 are carrying you through the script. Right. So like with this, even if like the one, like the math one, that's pretty good, but we just sat through 25. That suck. <laughs> yeah. 
So even if that gives us like a slight chuckle, we're like, oh, fuck this movie. I'm done. I want to get up and I want to go home, you know? So that, that's that's why. And like, you were already home watching that. that so that's, that's, that's something. Well, I think, I think also that there's a point where it's got to slow down with the jokes, right? You, you, you take the first Predator. He's got a lot of one-liners in the beginning. And then later on, you don't have that many at all. It's now that's the action. Yep. You know, it, this yep. doesn't slow down. Yeah, because the because fir- the first one you're looking at these guys, they're they're throwing one liners, they're best of the best, top of the food chain, and then they come against something they don't understand, and now shit's right. real, and they're not joking anymore. Yeah. Whereas this is just joke, 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 joke before, after, and in between. Like, it makes it makes no sense. It's just, I'm 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 surprised this movie didn't kill the franchise. <laughs> Well, like you said, they but now the, the, Hulu. New one, the new one that's coming out. Granted, it's it's a prequel, and they're going a very different route. But they got a, they got a solid director on it. But I'm surprised they even want to <laughs> deal with it. But now Disney owns it, so I guess they want to make something. Yeah. <laughs> but then 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 when you get the predator speaking using his translator, <laughs> when he goes, "I'm going to destroy the ship." And now I want to hunt you. And then I love my favorite part of the whole thing was the timer that he used to give them a head start. It started at seven minutes and 33 seconds. What a Well, that was alien time. That was alien. (laughs) I hated this. I hated that. He, he spoke like that. I I hated it. Cause in the first one, he just mimics, you know, and I liked that. That was good. This is like, which they touch on in this too. They touch on like the mimic thing, but then it turns oh. into this one having like a translator, which I don't know. And you can get again, far. Maybe in a better movie. Yeah. Maybe in a better movie, we wouldn't be criticizing it as much. But but just yeah. But again, it's kind of like you're messing with the for- you're messing with the formula correct. now. You're. But no, it's seven minutes and thirty three seconds. They get when the timer's off, when it's done, he's there so fast. Like he pulls the one guy in the tree and then I love the other guy that gets his wrist shot. Like his wrist gets shot. Like his, his hand falls off. Oh, his hand gets cut off. And he's bleeding. Yeah. And what does uh, Traeger do? He shoots him in the head. Oh, suffering. Put him out of his misery. He's useless to him now. He could have survived. Oh yeah, but well, I mean, he could have—he's probably gonna bleed out. That's true. See, I was—I was thinking they would do the Apollo Creed from the first one, Carl Weathers. His his armor showed off. Uh, like, yeah. I, I think that's a throw to the first one. But he goes out of—he goes out of hero. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, he fight, he fights to the last. Ugh, <laughs> this whole scene, just again, I think because they—they should have killed people off like. I don't know, just like sooner. Like, uh, there's just too many people left that we care about. Like, seeing those first two guys, guy, they were no name guys that we didn't know. So that makes sense. Like, whatever. But I did like, uh, I enjoyed the way Traeger died. <laughs> that was awesome. The fact that he gets shot in his own head. That's great. Well, they, 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 they called a truce. Right at the at this point, yes, which I found kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, I I, yeah. I understand why, but how can you possibly trust Dorn a truce? No, I would not trust that guy at all. He tried to kill my kid. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, like, yeah, the, uh, I don't know. <laughs> God. And then we get the, like, Baxley and Coyle, which is cool because you saw, like, the way they go back. And, like, just that they put them together, I guess that made sense. But the fact that we mentioned before Thomas Jane jumps onto the burning Predator with a knife, he's stabbing him. He gets thrown off of him. He gets stuck onto a broken branch. And then Keegan Michael Key, he gets, what, what does he just get thrown? He gets thrown on the ground by the Predator? I feel like he's got no skill whatsoever in this movie. No, I don't know what he was in the military. <laughs> he was the cook. They say it. He was. I forget what he. I thought he was like a sniper too. He had, he did something where he wasn't like really hands on. They're all snipers. Was... It seems like everyone's a sniper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the way they die, an airman, something that was cool. Yeah, but what if one shot earlier oh, than no, the no, other? He was he was an infantry guy. Because <laughs> remember his story is that he killed he killed his guys. He like oh Nebraska shot all his own guys. Nebraska, right? He killed his commanding officer. No, no uh, Keegan. Uh, Keegan. Oh, re- oh Coyle. yeah, that is true. Yeah, he's the one that snaps, and then and then you find out that Baxley was the lone survivor of the people he was shooting at, and then they became friends. They say that in the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah. I missed There's, that. Remember the the uh, what are they talking about? They're either in the house or the motel, and I think it's like Lynch or one of them is is like that's why he that's why he's fucked up the way he is. Baxley is the lone survivor, and then and then McKenna's like, "How are they friends?" And they're like, "Oh, because you're sitting there day after day at like the hearings and stuff, and they and they're just like they're just they just talk to each other now." They're I miss this too. <laughs> I miss that whole thing. Yeah, it's. Holy well, shit! I'll, I'll, I totally missed. I missed Traeger's death. <laughs> I started zoning out by this point. <laughs> oh, Traeger's like, death is worth it. No, no, his, his death's worth <laughs> it. But uh, no, then they shoot each other at the same time. But I think I know you're going to say, Jamie. Like, what if one miss? Yeah. What if either didn't... one misses or one shoots quicker than the other? Yeah. And now you're stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they just kill themselves? I guess they didn't. Couldn't do that. Why? I don't know if they knew if they didn't want to miss if they had a fear of missing. Wait, fear of missing their their own head. No, I'm but saying you're saying if they shot at each other, they could have missed. So yeah. why would why would they? Why would they make sure for a sure shot in their own head? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I was saying. You were saying I wasn't saying that. No, but but I also said like, what if one shot earlier than the other? Because they shot the exact same time. Yeah. And now he's stuck there. Like the guy's stuck in a tree now. <laughs> and he lives. Hey guys. And he's living out there. <laughs> he becomes friends with the squirrels. He's cursing at them. It could have been like a whole thing. Oof. But uh, God. And then just like from there, it like, and it seems like it's still super dark out, right? Cause then it gets, then like right after this, when they're walking through the woods, it's, it's daytime. Cause right from here is where we get right. The force field. Yeah, Yeah, dude, they're already on the ship. Can you breathe? Do you think you could breathe under a force field? 
I don't know. <laughs> it tra- I guess it trapped in the, it trapped the uh, air the atmosphere. I mean, it, yeah, that's it, ridiculous. That whole scene, the, yeah. So the the predator steals Rory for what reason? I I don't know. Does he like build this shit? This kid knows the technology, or is he taking him because he's so smart and he's like a perfect specimen? Is that like the human DNA that they want to steal? That's what I was thinking. Is that yeah? Oh yeah, they do. Oh, God, they go into that too. I for the for, the line that Olivia Munn has about again this such so cringy and so I I don't always like to use the word problematic because it's kind of thrown around. A yeah, lot, yeah. But say, saying that this kid with autism or that some people and this is actually a true this is a true thing. There are some scientists that think that autism is the next step in evolution. That's what she said. But that's kind of been even by the time this movie came out, which was, you know, five years ago or so, that was already kind of being like frowned upon. <laughs> so and they're like, let's Again, run with it. Let's not take another, it out of the movie. Another issue with this movie. But yeah, within seconds, they're on the ship. Yeah, they, that's, that's exactly why he's taking him. Yeah. So they get on the ship pretty quick, right? Like he's flying the ship right from that same area they're in. But man, when that force field comes on and ah, nettles, what a way to go for nettles. Yeah. He had split right. He's like, and his face, you feel, you feel it. Cause he did that in some studio green screen all around him. That was actually pretty good. Cause his reaction was like, Oh no. And then he just, he just his half body, like Lance Hendrickson in uh, aliens. He's just like a torso falling off this thing like a slide just leaving blood sliding down the (laughs) side of the shield god but what nebraska does i think that's why he god so badass because he was gonna die anyway because the the ship was obviously just going up and up and up and he was gonna die but the fact that he dives into the freaking engine or into the turbine yeah that was just good aim Good. Oh yeah, that was really good. Do they practice that in the military? Do they do like drills like that? <laughs> I I would say his death and Nettles are are probably the only two that I kind of feel bad about. Yeah, but he was kind of he was suicidal anyway, wasn't he? Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh yeah. Nettles. <laughs> he's just a different breed. He did it. He did everything in this movie, really. He had a great speech. He hit on a mil- he shot his shot with uh with uh, the doctor and uh yep. he went out on top. Well, yeah, yeah. On top. well the his top torso went out. <laughs> but his legs are still with the ship. He <laughs> literally went out on top. He did. <laughs> so then we get McKenna, he gets into the ship, and then like dude, and then pretty quickly, like he hits dumb. So then this whole final you always hope in movies like this when you see him that like the final fight scene is like gonna be something. It was just so it, quick. It fell flat. Maybe because of the maybe because of the cuts, like uh Egan was saying, but like it happened so fast. Like this whole final thing. Because yep. I have like four notes about the whole thing. Yeah. It went from him like get it, he gets dumped out, the ship crashed, he has a handgun going against the predator, and then who saves him? Dr. Beckett knows how to use the invisible ball. When did he teach her about that? Did the dog teach her? No one taught him how to use it. 
Yeah. Well, he did it by accident. He, but, the ball fell in his hand and he realized he went invisible. But he didn't give her that knowledge. Like, for her to be able to use that. But did I did like that he used the guy's arm against himself. <laughs> his arm gets chopped off. I guess that's something. But it was so quick. You just hope that, I don't know, just that it's worth it. Whenever you watch any movie of this caliber or su- suspense or thriller, you're like, I want the end to pay off. And no. Did not. I just don't think he's the kind of actor slash character that would have a good standoff with that predator anyway. Like it just yeah, doesn't no, fit. Yeah, agreed. And he and he turns into a paraplegic. Yeah. He's just laying there, and he goes, "What are you?" And the predator mumbles, and he goes, "Shut the fuck up!" And he shoots him in the head. That's what we're getting now. Yep, I hated that. <laughs> I hated that. So, so, so did I. Much. Yeah, because it was like. It's that thing where it's 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 talking it's talking directly to you, the audience, of yeah, we know you've seen the better version of this and we're gonna make a joke out of it. Yeah. So instead of instead of like the back and forth like Arnold and the Predator have in the first one, this is just oh I shot you in the head, you're dead. Right. <laughs> wink wink. <laughs> Fuck you, I've got your ten dollars. <laughs> Oh god! And then the first predator leaves the plans on how to save Earth. <laughs> like, leaves a gift. Like it. Like oh, I hated that. That's oh, like, the suit, well, and then his oh, final suit. line in the movie, and having the fact that suit, Bubba. Wait, and you have the autistic kid working for NASA. Or oh my god! Yes, he has his own desk, <laughs> and and what's even crazier. Maybe the dad was just playing off. He was like surprised to see him yeah. at that desk. Hey, oh. Nice oh, you're here. So stupid. He's he's with the doctor I'm, now. I'm surprised he didn't. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't walk up to him and go, "Hey, son, working hard or hardly working?" Uh, excuse me, I go by doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, have, I so once we once we get to the end, I have some. Uh, I think I we're that's the end. I think that is. I think that is the end. The thing with the pod and everything. Oh no! What was it? What was it with the pod? Was uh, that's when Rory was Rory was in the pod, right? When they found him. No, the thing in the lab at the end. Oh, did, did I turn it off too fast? Oh, tell us. The, the scene where the scene where Rory's at the desk. Yeah, I remember the, that. Yeah. And they have the and they have the pod thing in the lab. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it opens up and like. The armor jumps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he says, oh, this is my new suit, Bubba. Do they got it in 42 long? Yeah. So so that 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 sequence was originally going to end differently. I don't I don't know how they I don't know where it's changed or when it changed. At one point, it was going to be one of the versions of bringing Arnold into the movie. Arnold was going to be in the pod thing. Like, I don't know if he was going to be like frozen or like in the armor and whatever then at one point it was supposed to be wait for it jesse the body venter ellen ripley from alien what Who? ripley yeah so let's let's put that in perspective <laughs> all of the all of the predator movies are set in the year that they came out yeah except for the second one they bumped it up a few years but it's like 87 97 2010 2018 the first alien is set in 21 22 <laughs> oh, i was way off the second one is 
2179 after she comes out of the cried, you know, the the Cyrogenic. sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. Then she then the third one's right after that. The third spoiler alert for a 30-year-old movie, but Ellen Ripley dies at the end of Alien <sighs> 3 and is cloned <laughs> in Alien Resurrection 300 years later. <laughs> so about 2370. So you're saying it would make sense for her to be there. It would <laughs> yeah. make it would make all the sense in the world for her to come from the year 2379 as a, a clone and show up in 2018. Cuz then they would have to introduce time travel. <laughs> um And not only shit. that, I think they were I think they wanted Ripley and at one point they also wanted uh an adult newt to show up too, which does not make sense in its own way. And they voted against this. <laughs> not only, not only, I think did they like did someone say this makes no sense? I'm pretty sure Sigourney Weaver said no, and she will say yes to almost anything now. Oh man, could you, Can you imagine? imagine if, uh, so, God, oh man. Yeah, but you know what's I funny? Would... I bet you. Now, you know your history, you know all that kind of stuff, but if that happened, the audience would have went wild. They wouldn't even think twice about it. Nah, they might have questioned. I would think Dutch, they go wild. Um. Yeah, yeah. Dutch, would yeah. they go wild, but now you're seeing a big crossover? Like, I, I, I don't think people would, you know, I think they would, it's the shock well, that's value. The, that's, the thing, that's the thing, too, is that that would that would have had to been a jumping off point for redoing like an alien versus predator storyline because the two alien versus predator movies that came out are basically multi-million dollar fan fiction at right. this point oh yeah because, that's true too because of the time because of what because of what ridley scott did with prometheus and alien covenant the the alien origin stuff in that completely uh negates the avp movies because the avp movies go into like the past of the alien and the predator and such so those those movies this this would have had to been like a jumping off point to start a whole new spin-off franchise well let's On let's just be glad they didn't <laughs> so yeah hey well we need all the sequels so. we can get man <laughs> No, but now we're now we're getting what sounds to be a good prequel for Predator on on Hulu sometime this year, and uh, of course now I can't remember his name, but the guy that created the Fargo TV series, Noah Hawley, the Fargo TV series, and um, that series Legion. Oh yeah, a, it was yep. an X Men spinoff on FX. He's doing an Alien series also on Hulu. That's. It was supposed to come out this year, but with COVID delays nice. and such, I think it's coming out next year. So we have two good. We've got a good director on the Predator movie, and a and a good showrunner on an Alien show. That's awesome. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that these franchises get the, the right treatment. The, the, yeah, exactly, because they're starting to get all <laughs> over the place. Well, that was the Predator, and let's uh, let's go with our guest first. Would you recommend somebody watch this uh, crazy movie? No, uh, I think it's a really bad movie. I think that Shane Black's prime is well past him. Um, he's directed two 
good movies. He's directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and The Nice Guys, which are have you know have divisive opinions about them, but they're good. They're definitely good movies. Um, but I think his really good script writing is well behind him. I don't. I can't believe Fred Decker was a writer on this either. I think he's. I mean, that guy's been in director jail since '87. So well, and then RoboCop three. Uh, that was like know. what really ended him. Oh, that that's that what was his it, last yeah. chance after um, the monster. So I think squad. it's I think yeah. it's two guys. <laughs> I think it's two guys just like living in the past, and their their sense of humor and their writing skills haven't. You know, they just haven't upgraded they haven't updated themselves so i think if you're i think if you're a completist for the series and the franchise if you're like a mega fan you know you're probably gonna watch it or you've probably seen it but if you're if you're going in you're like oh what's what's this predator stuff all about watch watch the first one and if you like it go to the go to the rest you know but i would say i would say watch if you like the first one watch two and three skip this one um (laughs) Because even if you know, even if you're not like a big on like Schwarzenegger or like horror sci-fi, there's no denying that the first movie it's it's a perfect engine. It it's a perfectly crafted movie, um, even if it's not your cup of tea. So, uh, that I, yeah, to 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 most people, I'd say no, don't don't watch this. <laughs> but if but if you're if you're like a big completist and you're like I gotta see them all, then you know you're. My recommendation is probably not going to stop. Completists have the same uh, motto as Pokemon. (laughs) Got to catch them all. Got to see them all. Pokemon. All right. So that's seven timer now. That's awesome, man. Uh, Jamie. You know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Egan. I think. Now I've only seen the first two and now this one, and I'm assuming the other ones, even Alien vs. Predator, will probably be better than this. So this movie, if you don't see it, won't affect anything in the storyline, I'm assuming. Right? So yeah. I would say pass on this unless you just want to say, I've seen all the movies. Um, but I don't yeah. think it's going to hurt you not watching it. I I found myself bored at some points of this movie. So I'm going to say no. That gives somebody street cred. They go on a date. They're like, I've seen all the predators. And it's like some girls <laughs> like now I, I always say like, check out movies. Like if it's somewhere that it's free, I don't know. There's some good action in it. There's a great thing on YouTube. It's like 15 minutes. It's all the predator fight scenes. I thought they were really well done. I, I really like those. But other than that, uh, yeah, and maybe I, it's maybe like one of my rare skip ones. Because I don't know, I just didn't like it. wasn't funny enough. Some of the lines were great. So go on YouTube, like look up like the the four funny lines in the movie. But other than that, it just I don't know. It just fell flat. A lot of you know. I think that's the the thing. You could go to YouTube, all the better action scenes and funny lines, and you'll be done in six minutes. Oh, you know, and you know, actually, I I went, I I looked, yeah. They just released the the uh, 4K box set for this series, and this this tells you all you need to know about this movie. They released two versions of the set, one with it and one without it. <laughs> wow, that's amazing! I bought this. I bought the set without it, so to watch it, I I was looking at like all the streamers and stuff. You had to pay for it everywhere. I don't know how you guys watched it, but I went to the library and picked up a copy, so I didn't have to pay any money. Go to the library. Support your local library. Go to your, Support your local. That's library. amazing. 
But yeah, so that was the Predator. Again, thank you, Egan, seven-timer. So this is the first time this ever has happened. So I don't have an interview in the can yet for Friday the 13th. That's coming up. But uh, I have a few feelers out there. So while we're recording this, which is, uh, I don't know, like 10 days or 11 days before Friday. No, that's bad math. Probably 18 days. So we have some time. But before the interview comes out, not as much time. So... No matter what, me and Jamie will get a Friday the 13th to cover. We'll get someone. So that'll be uh, that'll be something to look forward to. It's exciting to try to rush, I guess, to do this. I have one lined up, and I hope uh, she comes through. But we'll see. But uh, again, don't forget to review, rate, <laughs> share our podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. And don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night.